What's the longest word you know? I don't know. <laughs> I've never thought about that. You never thought about the longest no. word? No. The longest word I know is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Oh my God, that's, that's a given. I know that word too, but is that even a word? It's a real, real word. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they'd like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Ah, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Hi guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. I'm in the studio. My name is Stephen Smith. I'm your host and I'm here with Kyla Brown, ladies and gentlemen, in and of itself. Yes. Kyla. <laughs> Jesus, please. Kyla, I've known you for so long. Kyla is here. Kyla is here. And everything, all is right. Okay, so we're going to talk about today. We're going to do some motivational talk. We're going to have a motivational talk today. We're going to do some words of wisdom. We're going to hear Kyla's thoughts on how we process growth, how we deal with uh, by everything. I think we touched. Yeah, I think we touched on, touched on every facet that we possibly touch on. It's very inspirational. It's lovely. Kyla, thank you for being on the show. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited. Of course. All right. So what we'll do as usual, normally when we have this show, we do a little fact or fiction section in the start start of the show. So we're going to give Kyla five statements. We're going to ask if she thinks they're true or false. Kyla, you ready? Yes. These are random. These are like super duper random. Okay. Right? I guess like life sometimes. Like just super random. Correct. All right. So let's go. So number one. So you just say if you're true or false, okay? Okay. All right. Number one. A single strand of spaghetti is called a spaghetto. A single strand of spaghetti is called a spaghetto. True or false? False. Uh, it's true. It's true? Yes. A single strand spaghetti, of spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. Oh, now I know. Now I know. A spaghetto. Oh, wow. That is weird. I did not know that before I did the research. All right. Number two. Pandas are incredible. They have the largest cubs of any beer species. Pandas are incredible. They have the largest cubs of any beer species. True or false? True. It's false. What? At birth, a baby panda is smaller than a mouse. Oh, my God. When giant pandas are born, they are tiny, blind, and pink with few hairs. The average weight is 100 grams, 0.2 pounds. Only one, one, one of their mother's weight compared to humans, which are one twentieth of their mother's Aww. weight. Yeah. Number three. I'm learning a lot. I'm, I did. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know anything about okay. these. Okay. These are random. I didn't know anything about these. All right. The spiked dog collar was invented by the ancient Greeks to protect their dogs from wolf attacks. The spiked dog collar was invented by the ancient Greeks to protect their dogs from wolf attacks. True or false? I'm going to say true because it just sounds like it makes sense. It makes sense and it's absolutely 100% true. Okay, great. <laughs> I don't know if those things work though because I think the dog could still die. Like, because a wolf, you know. Would go at the neck first. That's usually yeah. what they're trying to say. But I think the wolf could go anywhere really. It's a dog. Mm. Wolf mm. is humongous. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it worked. Maybe it didn't. All right. Number four. If you translate Jesus from Hebrew to English, the correct translation is Yahshua. If you translate Jesus from Hebrew to English, the correct translation is Yahshua. True or false? False. It's true. 
Jesus' name in, his, in, in Hebrew was Yeshua, which translates to Joshua. Oh, wow. The name Jesus comes from translating the name from Hebrew to Greek to Latin and then to English. Interesting. That's very interesting. All right, number five, the last one. 75% of the world's diet is produced from 65 plants and 20 animal species. 75% of the world's diet is produced from 65 plants and 20 animal species. True or false? True? It's false. Oh my God, I and, have no knowledge. And Well, I didn't have any either. I would not get this right either. The thing is that they say 75% of the world's diet is produced from just 12 plants and five different animal species. About 75% of the world's food... Well, almost half of our plant-derived calories come from three foods, wheat, corn, and rice. Well, estimates vary. It's believed that there are over 30,000 edible plants, and we only eat 150 of them. Interesting. We're not even tapping into 1%. I know. Kyla, so you are... How would you describe yourself? Like, I, I know Kyla in, like, a ton of different, like professions i guess I, I don't know like i know you as a singer mm-hmm. um like an artist completely right i know you as a nail tech right um i know you as a personality <laughs> um and now it seems like you're an inspiration now so like that's just a whole different side of kylo right like how do you define yourself like how do you see yourself i define myself in one word What's i'm that? one modern only that's a liberal that's liberal. I yes, I am a liberal. I go against the rules of society. I don't live by what people's expectations are of me. Hmm. That's basically who I am as an individual. So if I want to double in motivational speaking, I double in that. 100%. If I want to double in beauty, Bam. clearly I double in that. That is my profession. I am a singer, of course, as you know as well. I... I'm a brand enthusiast, I would say, to an extent, too, because I'm obsessed. I feel like I've found a belonging mm-hmm. in branding. I like that. I like branding my business. I like helping others brand theirs. So there are multiple things I would say that I am into, that I am good at. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's a bit difficult to be pulled this way, pulled that way. Um, as you said, I'm a personality as well. I'm social media. I do a lot of that. I like taking photos. There's so many aspects. I don't think I can remember all right now. You, can't, you, you just can't. And the thing is, like, I love, I love what you said. So you are a liberal. Correct. Like, when did you start, like, figuring out that that's what you want to be defined as? Like, like I want to be, or I am a liberal. liberal. That's it. I think it came about a few years ago mm. for me, personally, having to do some self-introspection mm. and wondering, okay... Life is not probably going the way I would like it to at this point. Mm. And I just had to tell myself, okay, you have to do some work. You can't be constantly going through certain things. I've had to cut off individuals. I've had to understand where my personal space lies, develop boundaries. I started reading a lot of books. I started understanding more about relationships on a whole. What is life without relationships? Mm. We have to deal with relationships all of the time and not just relationships with people but relationship with things like money i mean a lot of us i often speak about this we often want to we spend money every day but yet we don't know how to actually use it we don't understand what 
True. money truly is and how valuable it is or not valuable, of course, to the, whatever extent you want to, to put it. So I've had to do, but I chose to, let me not say I had to, I chose to do a lot of self-introspection and just learning about life, humanity, just wanting to understand everything and that brought me to that sense of liberalization, mm. then dubbing myself as that oh. liberal. I mean, I'm into things that I never thought I would have been into. So it's just amazing to see real life leads you when you let go of expectations, you let go of what you think that people should see you as. So you just rid yourself of that and I have been living a life of freedom. Would you say that you are happier now um, with this like this new this sort of mindset or is it that is it more of a burden or that you know more you have to be more responsible for more is it more is it more liberating it is more liberating it's, i'm happier and i think reading this one book we sort of lot of not giving up f i don't know if you can use any <laughs> Go ahead, yeah, yeah yeah it's fine it's fine so, you can say the um, word it's fine right. it's up to you yeah so it is it's that that book is what taught me about liberalization that is the the, the Example, because we give so much thought to things that we shouldn't, mm. and what you really should be doing, mm. doing you're not doing. So it's the art of really not giving mm -hmm. about certain things, or really you still have to give about mm. other things. So you choose what you want to to give to. Yes, you choose what you want to pay attention to. So for me, it's basically me. Mm, it's mm. a lot of me happening mm. but with that a lot of people a lot of people think that when you're looking for you and identifying you as an individual you forget about other persons therefore the borderline self-love self-awareness with that selfishness, selfishness. Mm. and that is really not so mm. you know the act of being selfish it has a negative connotation to it so i don't like when people peer the two like, if you want to be, if you want to have self-love and be self-aware, you're selfish. Mm. I, I don't agree with that. I think that if you have self-love and self-awareness, you're putting yourself in a better position to be more available mm. to others. You're me, when you become more available to yourself, you become more available to others. And that's a lot of things that people don't realize. How do you connect that? Because I think, I think the, the concept, the concept is a little, is a little difficult to kind of, to kind of consume as, as it is. Because it's like, what is the difference between self-love mm -hmm. and, and, and being selfish? Like, in, in your opinion, like, how do you see that? How do you make that, that conscious differentiation? I think when you're looking for self, you're looking for ways in which you can improve self. Mm -hmm. And that's to fill you up, like I said, for you to also be of greater, greater value to the people around you and the relationships mm -hmm. that you have when you're selfish. So I think that self Full, oh, you know. Okay. So okay. when you're when you're you're, you're, you're focusing on self love, you're self full. Mm -hmm. But then when you're selfish, it's a lack of. It's like you're thinking of ways you can better yourself only for you and not about anybody. It's not about anybody else. It's just about you, 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 you taking, 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 oh. and not giving in return. That's how I look at it. That's just my opinion. Of course, of that. course, of course. But that's really how I look at it. When somebody says you're selfish, you often think of oh. As a child, you're selfish. You don't want to share anything with anyone mm. at all. It's all about you and receiving. Mm. Truly, think about it. I think it blows my mind because the thing is, when I was growing up, I think, like, selfishness, mm -hmm. like, it's just... It was a matter of taking. Right. Like, like you said, right. it's, it's a matter of... 
I want what you have, right? right? And I don't want you to have it. Right. You know, for example, right. for example, if you have a, a, an apple and right. I want the apple, then I want that apple and you will mm-hmm. not have. You will have less because I want what yes, you be- want. Yes, and you don't care about them having anything at all. There's no empathy. Right, right, yeah. right. It's a lack, it's a lack of empathy. Mm-hmm. So, so okay. We're going to backpedal just a little bit because I think there's a lot about you that, that, that I find to be interesting. Correct. Um, in terms of singing, and, and going back to singing to get to another point, but in terms of singing, like, where is singing or where is being an artist like that? Where does that fall with you now? I mean, I know I don't know. When did you start singing? Let me ask that question. I started first. singing at a very young age. I was about five, probably when I... Re- five? They, yeah, I probably think that's when we realized. Jesus. I don't know exactly. I'm just calling a number that I could personally remember. remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know when I found out or my family found out that I had the talent. That I could sing. But he really started off like most persons, of course, in the church. In the church, of course. Yes, of course. They they accept, yes. They accept (laughs) you as as you are. And and no matter if you're extremely skilled or not, they accept you. And you have that opportunity to hone your skill as an artist, as a drummer, as a dancer, as a Mm. speaker. I think that's where a lot of persons get the opportunity to build their skills. So that's where I started. That's when I found out that I have an ability of some sort. And I say that meaning I had no sort of training. I had no sort of, I was just bellowing. I was just, you know, yeah. had a voice to it, but there was, it wasn't fine tuned. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't was correct. And then I did a, a few competitions in primary school and I still wasn't fine tuned. And then is at that point I first heard about vocal training had no idea what it was in primary school right i started vocal training in primary school what <laughs> <laughs> yes at that point it was only one person that i know was doing voice training with the royal board school of music that's in england from england so i did that with ian hodge mr ian hodge oh, yes. mm-hmm. god bless his soul mm-hmm. i totally appreciate that man for where he has brought my voice i think the level of control that i have now as a singer is greatly because of him. Oh, it's, I, it's, it's, it's as a result. Right, mm-hmm. right. So his his teachings and going to those sessions really helped me to understand the kind of voice. Because when I went to him, he said, I don't think you understand the power that you have as a singer. Mm. And it's also going to grow. He told me that it's going to grow and it's going to grow and it's going to grow. And I've been seeing that manifest. But I, I took a break. I went in a band after that, actually. Mm. So when I was in high school, I, I continued that up to high school. He left the island. I was without, without. of course, mm-hmm. a vocal trainer for some years. And then I found this gentleman in Nevis. Mm-hmm. His name is Mr. Moore, if I can remember correctly. I don't want to say it incorrectly, but I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. And I think he's so phenomenal. So if he's listening to this, or if you know anybody who knows him, I think <laughs> he needs to come over to the aisle probably on the weekend so we can have some great sessions. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was the only person I would say that had the modern vibe. Because although mm-hmm. I really appreciated the classical training and the foundation I had in that, because the Royal Boots Board School of Music and Ian Hart, they do classical, it's operatic yeah. Singing, so your training comes from that. That's the foundation anyone would need, I find, for them to become, you know, a really great mm-hmm. singer. But you have to it's, for me it's how to cr- cross that though. Mm-hmm. I'm not. A, I'm not an operatic singer. Yeah, you're not. Going I am a. Cla- yeah, I'm a contemporary singer. I don't sing those head voice. Oh, oh, oh. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't sing. I don't sing operatic of any kind. Uh-huh. 
So I feel like they need to cross. And he was the only person I could say that. That crossed the floor like that. Yes. So. And he teaches you so many things about modern day singing, you know, chest register, head register. Like you understand so many different things. Harmonize. I can't harmonize. I was, I stopped with him <laughs> when he was about to come to harmony. I cannot do that. What? What? People what? cannot believe that Who I cannot stopped? harmonize. Were you stopped at that point? I don't know. You might have been harmonizing you were straight through now, if you? No? Right, yeah, I, 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 cause it was it was a bit challenging the the commute mm. to Nevis. I was a pretty bit young still at the time, and to commute and oh, I was a bit taxing. Wait, so this 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 would have been when you were in high school at still, this point. Okay, yeah. so then you 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 begin Com- been going and then yeah. CXC and all of that stuff. Right, for the so it was a bit hassling. Yeah. yeah. How how do you think um that training impacted your life in art? Did did you do you think that you found out that that this discipline kind of did it filter over to other things? Did it did it make I would say because I was always involved. I don't I don't think it has anything to do with just training as a singer, mm-hmm. but my upbringing on a whole, I had to do a lot of different things. I was not the child. Well, we were not the children because I have siblings mm-hmm. to be home. We didn't have that luxury of staying home on weekends and after school, you get to go home right away and those things. We had to be in the business with my family. Mm-hmm. And really and truly, I think that shaped me as an individual. I had to do piano lessons, crossed over into vocal training because I begged to mm-hmm. stop doing the piano lessons to do the vocal training. It was like a toss up. I was like, yeah, I have to do either one. And you then didn't I used like to dance piano? as well. No, 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 at all. At all. <laughs> I did not like that. Is it that you have a talent for like knowing what you don't like right. immediately? Right. Yeah, and people class it as impatience, but I think I don't I don't class it to be impatience. Mm. I class it to be you, you know what's for you and what's not. And that's that. I think that people need to honor, you need to honor the things that you know you like and you're into and you're not because it's not like I'm a person to just get up and quit things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a matter of if you like it or you don't because mm-hmm. I stick with things. I mean, I'm a singer. I stopped that for a little bit, but I st- I, I'm, I'm here today. You stick with what you Yeah, mean. I stick with what I, I like and I stick with what I'm good at. And that's, I'm a singer, you know, I do I do beauty still mm-hmm. to this day and I've done been doing that. That's the only thing I've been doing. That's about 12, 13 years of my life. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so how old are you? You're like, I'm 24. I've been doing damn. that for such a long time. I'm like, I'm like, wow. You know, it it just amazes me, right? Because I've known you for a while. A long it's time, like, yeah. Like, so I've known you for a while, and it's like, no man, can you like I'll be like 28, man, like 28, no, 29, 24. 24. Yes. That is that is young. Yes, I'm on the husk of 25. <laughs> and the cost of 25. Yeah. So it's it's it, it, it's it's like. Yeah, yeah. I have a tough question to ask you. Maybe, maybe, maybe a question you could answer, you can't answer. But do you think um, the way that you you came up, um, the culture of your household, the culture of all of that, right? Um, and did do you think that it it kind of took your childhood away from you? Yeah, I would say that a mm. lot because I'm pretty. People consider me to be way ahead of my years. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were at least at least. 28. 28. Yes. I, I think it did a lot because even to play was an offense in my household. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was an offense in terms of running around was not to be, you could not happen. Mm. Right? That was like, you're making too much noise. You have to sit down and be still. You have to, you, I, I think a lot of that really helped me to, to grow up, as you say. I think I grew Quickly. up a bit faster than I 
I, can't, I, don't, I don't want to say should have. I don't use those. You don't Everything use those Everything happens. For a reason. should yeah. happen. Uh-huh. And I'm grateful for it. I'm not complaining about it. Maybe once I go, but as I grow and I understand life, I mean, everything happens the way it should. And if it wasn't for any of those things, I would not be the woman I am today. And I'm proud of the woman I am today. Extremely. There's nothing I would say I have regrets about. There's nothing that I have done <laughs> that I can say, oh, I wish I didn't do that. I wish it didn't happen this way. Oh, I wish. No. And you know, I, it's funny that you said that because I used to feel, I used to feel like, like regretful. Like I used to right. be like, man, I wish I had this and, no. you know, I wish I grew like this and no. I wish I had this experience <laughs> and I wish I didn't have this experience. experience right. But the thing is when you realize, when you look at it, I guess with some level of introspection as you get older, Correct. you start applying it and saying, okay, bye, look, look, listen, all of these bad things made me a more wise person. Correct. And I'm able to deal with them quicker now. Like right. I could identify certain red flag things. Correct. That if I didn't go through that bad experience, I wouldn't be able to, to, to identify. Right. It. right. Like even with you, even with you, I'm I'm seeing what I'm seeing in you, and why people probably tell you that you you're beyond your years is because of the level of focus. Right. Like that's not normal. <laughs> like when is I, it normal? No, it's, it's normal. A, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm being a little facetious by saying normal because I think I don't think. I don't think we said normal and I don't know if there's any such thing as normal. I guess average is a better word, right? right. It's just not for a 24 year old. Cause I knew it when you were 20 and you were still focused. Right. Like you were just like, this is at that time you were, I guess you were more of, um, a nail tech than the, the motivation. Right. Thing, yeah, right? Yeah. That, that was that phase right? right? where you were just hard going. Like I remember hearing you one time saying, okay, I'm going to train, um, yeah. I'm going to, to, to the States to train, to yeah. do something. Yeah, the beauty school in New York. Exactly. Yes. You told me that. I, th- yes. I think you told me, yeah. uh, you, you said that that's what you were going to do. And this, mm. was, this was when you were, what, like, like 20? Yeah, I was 19. 18, mm. 19, because I was, yeah, around it, because I had just finished CFBC. Um, so, yeah, I was about 19, about 19, 20. Yeah, because I went in October, so probably 20. And at the time, you told me you were doing nails from since you were, what, 11? 11, yes. Like, what level of focus? I didn't, I didn't go into doing nails. I really did not start doing nails because I wanted to, you know. That's the funny thing about it. I wanted Tell to become a this. nurse. I actually wanted to become, I wanted to do medicine. Really? Yes. And that's the funny thing. I did all sciences up to CFBC. I did sciences. And that's the funny thing. I'm going to give you a story. When I was about, I went to the hairdresser. I don't know who gave her that idea, but shout out to her, Miss Amai Beard. She called me. She called my mother mm-hmm. at that point. And she was like, it was a, a break. I don't know if it was a summer break or you know, it was an Easter break or something like that. Yeah. And she called my mother and she was like, send Kyla to come learn to do hair. I don't know who told that lady that I wanted to learn to do hair. Uh-huh. I'm just like, okay. Let's just... My mother's order, order so I went. Uh-huh. I, I was least bit interested. I, I had no interest in that. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, why am I here? And then, but she had some polish and some little nail tips there. And I was literally polishing them to get the boredom away. Mm. I was not interested. What? Literally. I was not interested, but she saw that. Oh, you got to be interested in doing nails. So let me send you down by the nail shop. I'm like, okay, go to follow orders again. And I really got interested. So I had a shout out to her 
for seeing that. I don't think it really was an interest on my end, though. It was just like any little girl, any young girl. You just bored? Just bamboozled by polish because we girls, and I was a girly girl. I'm still a girly girl to this day. Uh-huh. You know, love beauty, love... I always used to be the one to tell my mom, let me polish your toes, but it's just I, any little child being nail in the street, almost all the girl children that come upstairs are happy and excited. They're startled by the polish. I mean, you polish your nails are like literally sticking off their fingers as though they've seen gold. Like, hello, see me here. And it could be five, it could be three. And I just think that's what it was for me. Oh, okay. But seeing that it's like, she, she saw that. Clearly, she wanted to teach me a skill, so she sent me down by the nail shop. You're interested in this, it seems. It, it has seems, to be because so you're it doing has it to all be the time. because you're here polishing your nails and doing designs. So I went down, followed orders, and I am here today. Literally, just started practicing and practicing and oh, trying to. But this is what gets me, Kyla. Why? Why? What? Like, okay. I do understand um, the culture of, okay, these adults are saying, which is very disciplinary, by the way. It's very disciplined. These adults are saying, come and study. Come and let me teach you how to do here. Yeah, maybe they saw that. That that in me, that focus, like that you're focus, saying. The focus. And then you're like, okay, well, it's not like you're doing here all day. No. You know what I mean? So like, okay, she starts playing with this. Okay, go down and let's go carry you to the nail tech and let her teach you something. Yeah. But then... Well, really, truly, she wasn't teaching me. I was just literally sitting down watching. I would be like, little helper. Whatever she said, must do, I'll do. Bring so if you send me down to the, the shop, I'm, I'm going to go. If she tell me, take this to me. I, I literally was just interested, like watching. And I asked at one point, like, you know, would you teach me? Mm. And she was like, no, how much your mother would pay me? And oh, I never went back. That's what happened? Yes. And I never went back. So I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Let's just make sure I understand what you're saying. So you were basically like a gopher. Where we say yes. it's a gopher. Just go for this, go for that, yes. right? Yes. And this, you, you said to the lady, yeah. could you teach me or show me? Yeah, I would love doing? to learn. Because I, I was practicing already on my own. I was telling my mommy, like, buy this to me. I see you using this. Maybe it's this. Buy this. I never sought after and be like, she wasn't like telling me, oh, this is how you polish this, how you do that. No, you're just looking on. I was looking on. I was there just sitting now, looking on. If you me to pass, I would do that. Mm. And I got extremely interested. I was like, you know, I would like to learn this. I don't think she, she had me to, to, she didn't take me very seriously. And she was like, you know, how much your mother will pay me? And I was like, okay, I, I never went back. So, wow, that's a terrible statement. Uh, and you were 11? Yeah, but I... You uh, didn't kill? Yeah, real and true, and I still don't care at this point. It, it doesn't bother me. I didn't... So it didn't fuel you at all to say, like, I'll show you? Like No, it wasn't like that. Mm, okay. I didn't feel that way at mm. all. Um... People are people, and people are going to meet you where they meet, meet themselves, and that's fine. Um, I have nothing against that young lady. That you, I, I have nothing mm-hmm. against her, and I, I'm happy for that opportunity that she opened her doors for me to be there because she didn't have to. True. And mm-hmm. for me, it's it's great to be where I am today because yes. I can honestly say that I did a lot of the work, the friend, the groundwork on my own. So where, where did it go from there? Because I think this is a very interesting story. Um, where did it go from there? So when you, you never went back? No. I just started practicing and I told my mother, but whatever I saw the, the lady using, I mm. was trying to tell my mother, we need to get this, we need to get that. And everywhere we went, when we traveled, we were traveling a lot. We used to travel a lot as children. Like My parents afforded us that opportunity, so I'm grateful for that. I was able to see the world, mm. you know, different places. Different because, cultures. Yeah, different things. So every time we would go somewhere with Puerto Rico, St. Martin, you know, by my grandmother, anywhere I would go, 
I would try to find new products. I was that obsessed. And that's why I am as a person. Anything I start, and I think that's why, like I said, I can confidently say I'm great at things I put my hands to because yeah. I obsess over it. Mm. And that's how you, to me, you become great at things. You obsess over it. You want to just learn and be better and be better. Mm. And everywhere I went, I just stuck at it. I tried to find everything. I would ask people, and they saw, how do I do this? You know, what do I do to get this? I would watch, at that time, no much videos were out on no, YouTube or YouTube anything. Wasn't big. Mm. Right. So I was, I was on YouTube. I was on nail sites. I was everywhere, like literally hunting down how to do this, how to do that. And... I wasn't any good. It's not like, but people give gave me that chance. You know, yeah, you wasn't I, any good. I wasn't any good. I honestly wasn't any good. I became good after a lot of the information became more and more readily available oh. because I went to school. Listen, if I was eleven and I went at twenty, that's yeah, how yeah, long that's I've been dabbling at you, dabbling in it, trying to understand. How to and do it. you know, at that point, I was getting where I needed to be. And then when I went to school, I practically was teaching the classes. People were so amazed at how great, you know, I was. Because you learned so because, much on your own. Yes. And I'm happy. And I would tell anybody who wants to learn a skill, learn it first. And then you can go to whatever school you want to go to. Because, mm. I don't know if you agree with me. Because, no, no, no. I agree. Go ahead. Finish. Yeah, because when you you learn so much on your own, you get to go with a different focus. Like, I don't know how to do this. I want to learn to do this. And then when they're teaching certain things, you kind of follow better. Kyla, I think that what you just said is absolute gold. <laughs> because what you're doing when you go to school then is filling in the blank spaces Correct. that you have not starting from uh, absolute you scratch. understand why you're doing what exactly. you're doing. Exactly. It's like, I yes. already love this. Yes, yes. And I want to be the best at, at it. it. Right. So it's not like, uh, I think I'm interested in being a nail tech. Yeah, I think so. so when you go, when you don't know, it is a completely different experience mm -hmm. to when you go, when you have an idea. You're not going to know everything. We never know everything. I mean, we, we I'm always learning. Mm -hmm. But when you go with a sense of, I already have a background in this, you can go with a focus. You and can go focus. with a plan. You can go with your questions in mind. You can go with learning and honing better. I've been to nail classes where... People were in the literally advanced classes, struggling, mm -hmm. struggling. And I admire those persons who will go with little to no knowledge mm -hmm. about what they're doing and trying to be better. But it serves no purpose yeah. when you have no knowledge. You should have some sort of knowledge. Some base. Some base is needed. Mm -hmm. And uh, people come to me all the time. Where did you go to school? Don't ask me where I went to school. Learn it. True. Learn it. I, I, I honestly, I love to help persons. But you don't expect, you, 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 I, I'm not going to help someone who is at zero. Mm. I'm not going to do it because I need to know that you're interested. I need to know you're invested. Mm. I need to know that, hey, I am trying to get to this point. Just help me to get to this point. I'm mental. Mm -hmm. But you have to do the work. Yes. You have to do the work. If, you don't, if I'm going to give you all. Nobody wants to talk about that. No. Nobody wants to talk about that at all. Right. That, what you're saying is something that I, I am troubled by because there's like, I don't know if it's like a turnkey system or like a push button culture system that we have mm -hmm. going on where mm -hmm. people are like, yeah, I'm an empty book. Just teach me. I'm like, no. but, but, but wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Just hold on there. Wait, wait. It's like the difference between somebody coming and saying, um, um, lend me $50 or could, do you have five dollars? I have forty five already, right. and I just need to, to. I just need five dollars for fifty. I just need to. I need to buy this, and I, I just. I'm missing five. Mm -hmm. 
you would be more comfortable giving somebody five dollars that mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. than to give somebody even five dollars from nothing. Right. You understand? It's like it's difficult, and right. I think that's the culture that's pervasive, and that's the culture that's happening. Is that we have a bunch of people who feel like you are where you're at mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. No, you know what I mean? Like as if like you didn't really have to do much, so they shouldn't have to do much to get where you are. And it's like no. the thing is, you're seeing somebody at the resultant point. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm seeing you, Kyla, at. What, like, what, 12, 13 years? How much mm-hmm. years? Like, 14, 15 years? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually 13 years. 13 right. years going on to 14 years right. of development. Right. Like, who am I to think in my right. hubris right. that I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to set off and by next year I'm going to be as good as right. Kyla. Like, who, who am I in my hubris to feel that right. way? Right. And who am I in my hubris to say, like, I just need two classes with you and I could be where you right. are? That is ridiculous. Yes, right. It's, and, and again, that's what troubles me right. about some... I don't want to say young people because I think it's 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 a culture. It's just right. a culture of right. just this sort of, I'm going right. to wake up and be good. No. And that's something I have personally experienced. I have tried in many aspects to be that guide to be that person you can call on. But you don't appreciate it because they think they come, like you said, they come, they come with empty. Yes, they come with, come with empty, with nothing. And they don't understand the work that is required to get to where they need to. And then when they get to where they think they, they, they're supposed to be, they fly off. Yeah. Like, I am it. I have arrived. And that and is also prob- that's a also problematic part. Right. Because what is arrived? Right, I haven't even arrived. I ain't nowhere close. Right, so it's 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 honestly something that it boils down to character, and that's why I say it's so important to, if I'm going to help anyone, show me your character. Show me that I am willing to put in the work. I have done the work. I am looking for this guidance, Mm -hmm. and this is where I am at. I need to get to here. What is your vision? Because the moment I start to pour into you, I'm pouring into you my vision. And at one point, at what point would you find yours? Mm. You know, at what point would you find yours? And that is so important for people to understand. If you want to enter an industry, nothing is wrong with that. Nothing is wrong with asking for help. Nothing is wrong with wanting to be where you see someone is at. Mm. But you're not them. That's true. So you need to develop your own vision. <laughs> and of course, initially, everything comes from trying to imitate what yeah, they it's see. Copy, yeah, it's it, copy. It, it comes from that initially. Initially, mm-hmm. I, I, I see people that I love and I admire and I initially want to be where they're at in terms of skill. Mm-hmm. But I'm not them. So I'll have to know, look at, and maneuver. Okay, how could I make this Kyla? Yeah. You know, how could I make this me? And that's important. You know, it's funny because the other day I, I watched this video and this guy, he's an amazing photographer. I can't remember his name right now. Amazing photographer. Mm. And he was saying that he teaches a lot. Like, to me, he says, like, a lot. Like, this guy is showing you real secrets. Like, if you watch his videos, right. if you apply yourself, you should be good. Right. But just, just looking at him and just practice, right? Right. And somebody asked him in the audience, he was doing a question and answer, and somebody asked, like, don't you feel like somebody is going to um, take jobs away from you if if you keep showing them what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And he says, I, just like what you said, he said, I am I am myself. Mm-hmm. This is, I think his name is Joel Grimes. Right. I am Joel Grimes. Yeah. And 
there's nobody else who is ever going to be Joel Grimes. And I love the fact that I could help you to get to where you need need to to be, be. to be the best that you You could could be. be. Because no matter how much you watch me, you can't just get up and do what I do. The knowledge that I have the experience and the, the faults that and I've made. And the eye he has, you don't have. You don't have it. You don't have. And you, that's one thing, and that's one thing. I've tried to get persons to understand that because I I am naturally a helper. Mm-hmm. I am naturally someone who I think that my personality is one of, and my purpose on this earth is to bring people to their fullest potential for them to understand that they can be whoever they want to be. And that's Powerful. any aspect of their life, whether that be a skill that I can help with, whether that be their personality as well, whether that be coming out of depression, whatever it is, I feel that that is who I am as a person. I am here to help people heal and be better in whatever that they want to be. Mm-hmm. So when I, there are things that I personally want to do, you know, and, as an expert, to become an expert, I don't know if you've ever read this book, this book called Expert Secrets. No, never read it. It's by Russell Brunson. He's the owner of ClickFunnels. Mm-hmm. And I've, I'm currently, I'm still finishing it up. I have a few pages left, a few chapters left. But all in all, this book is about basically being an expert. expert. And to be an expert in anything, you don't ever keep information to yourself. Mm. You don't ever hold all of it to yourself. And I love that. That's a great I person. love that. You have to help others to be great at what you're great at in order for you to be an expert. You're not an expert until you do that. So if you're not going to bring people to their fullest potential in what you're great at, hello, don't even ever try to consider yourself to be one of those. That coincides so much because, you know, the teaching, the teaching, like showing people things, is the way that you clarify things in your own mind. Yeah, but you know that saying where one teaches, two learns. Mm. Where one person teaches... To learn. Two people learn. So sometimes you when you're teaching someone, and that has to do with tutoring for maybe a subject, and that's that's probably the most important one for me. When I'm trying to understand something, a form of reiterating what I have learned is trying to help people to understand. Yes, that. exactly. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning while I'm teaching you. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what it is. So you become greater at do, yes at at it mm-hmm. when you're teaching someone exactly. else. Sometimes you're trying to explain a point to someone and say, Oh, I never even realized that this is the way I've been doing it. Exactly. And you kind of pay more attention You're and you become better. Thoughtful. It, it is it is one of the most amazing things right. about giving. Like, especially when it comes to information and tutoring, as you said. Right. When I teach a class, right. and I've taught a few, right. when I teach a class, that's when I get clarity. Right. Like, things that I understand or think I understand right. is like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Is that really how I understand it? Because right. I'm trying to explain it right. and I can't explain it. Correct. Which means I need to simplify that. I need to um, understand it even better than I understand it now in order to, to be able to... impart that Exactly. Yes. So it's like that, that study, you know, like in um, with teachers in high school, they have to do things like, 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 like prep. Like they right. have to do prep. And I think that prepping... If you're doing it years and years and years over and over, it becomes like separate. Man, it comes like separate. You could literally explain the concept of quantum mechanics to a primary school student. Right. I think that is the attainment of mastery. I guess expert level. That's how you become an expert. Right. When you're able to break down a very complicated concept Mm -hmm. and allow somebody who has nothing to do with Mm -hmm. it to be able to understand Mm -hmm. it. It's 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 a clear line of commu- it's a it's a commute a mastery of communication. Right. It's a mastery of the subject matter at hand. Right. And it's also a mastery of just like that that level of care. Correct. 
Because you have to understand your audience if you're gonna if you're gonna right. ever reach them. Yeah, and I knew I knew I had that ability mm. when from since high school. I would always chemistry was always my subject. Chemistry, God, I would run from that subject. Like I love plague. chemistry. I, I I love it. I always I was great at it. And thanks to Samantha Blondell of No Before You Go, I don't know if she still carries that name for her extra classes. Uh-huh. But trust me, she brought me from nothing to something in chemistry and I was off. Like I was off with it. And then my best friend, she didn't she couldn't grasp it. At one point, she was actually crying in class. And I'm like, what's happening to you? She's like, I think I'm catching dengue fever, but the girl is crying. She's catching dengue yeah, fever? She, what kind of like, joke is that? She's like, oh, she's like, literally, she left the class because she couldn't understand a concept. But she was, I guess, too embarrassed at the time to mm. share that I am crying. I'm having difficulty. So then I took up that responsibility after learning to that to help. And she only understood the chemistry if I taught it. What? Yeah, if I didn't explain to her what, okay, this equation means this, moles is that. She never understood it until I, because some people just are different learners. Some people yeah. are, everybody learns differently. But I always had the ability to break things down in a way that she would understand. But that makes sense because you, it's your friend. Right. So which means that you guys already have a, a solid communicational base. Right. Like it's, right. you could communicate with them. Right, right. But it, I mean, I find it to be a general sense because I took on someone else in my business a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I would say, honestly, I am proud to see where she is now because when I had the work I, I put in, Mm-hmm. And I will literally, I was so invested in, no, this is how you do it. This, this, at this point, you should be here. Mm-hmm. And I would sit down and I would go through time. She would understand. And the work she brought to me initially wasn't at anywhere. And she literally. She clicked to it. She literally, I would say in a month or two, her work went from, to you know. something. Marketable. Literally, completely different. You just and people would have seen it and understood. The people who were around us at the time, and you know, people who would be coming around at the business and realizing, wow, like how you know how did you do this? Mm-hmm. But it's not really or a me trying to praise that, but understanding, of course, within myself that I have this ability and I'm now honing that completely and being like, yo, this is your purpose. You are able to bring people from a level of maybe five. Mm-hmm. to a hundred by the way of communication and breaking down of course it's almost like you found a way to translate your care because you said you wanted to be a nurse you want to be the medicine yeah and help people I guess, yeah. so you found a way to translate that right into your own into your My business and what you're good at right with right. care and investment and it does take a level of investment because right some people don't have that. Right. And I think that's where it comes with in teaching. Because some of the best teachers were soft spoken. They were patient. They were invested in making sure that you learn and understand. And I think it becomes it comes with a a certain sense of passion for what it is you're dealing with and talking about. True. But I find I have passions in so many different aspects. I just feel like So you don't get frustrated, that's what you're saying? What do you mean? Do you do you do you get frustrated? Like if have you ever been training somebody or trying to and they're just not getting it and you're just I've trained two persons in my life in my business mm-hmm. and it is it it is challenging. Oh, it is challenging. a challenge. If everything you're doing you would encounter challenge. Of course. Even with becoming greater what you would always encounter challenge. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beauty of it for me. If I'm not challenged 
I'm not leaving. Man, with our challenge, it gets boring, man. Right. It just gets, right. it just gets mono, monotone. For me, the, 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 the issue with me and trying to teach and work, that's just that's the challenge for me. That's the frustrating part. It's not actually teaching them. Mm-hmm. It is trying to balance work and helping because I'm not going to sit down here, especially if I have a client or whatever, and realize that this is what's happening. I'm going to sit down with you and make sure that you, you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And make you understand as well that this is how it is. This is how it goes because I recently taught, I was teaching my best friend and I brought her on board. Mm-hmm. And she's learning to do pedicures and learning to do gel polish because she's interested in wanting to do the, the, the nail business. Mm-hmm. And she gets frustrated with herself. Like, mm-hmm. why am I not doing it like you? Why am I not? I said, listen, like you said earlier, yes. it takes time. time. Mm-hmm. It is a process. It comes with the territory. You're not going to get it right. Overnight. And although I may teach you this over and over, you're going to encounter your own issues when you're dealing with a real life client. It's not going to be the exact same. Exactly. So I think that a level of frustration comes when you have to deal with that mm-hmm. and deal with teaching and making them understand that, hey, you have to take your time with this and still understand that you're not going to get it right overnight. But when you do get it, trust me, you will get it. Somebody said one time that adaptation is just the ability to fail without losing enthusiasm. <laughs> it's like I agree. I, I agree 100%. I agree. Like I remember one fail I had forward. W- yeah, fail forward. I remember yeah. I had a few shoots um I think it was in like 2014. This would have been like maybe 5 years into photography for me, even longer in video. And I had a few shoots and boy oh boy, color just couldn't get what I wanted. I think I remember those shoots. Yeah, I we, was I was the thing was the makeup artist on some of those shoots. You're the makeup artist for the the 12 themes one 12 year themes. thing. Was it that, that you project? Okay. No, not really. Okay, it was honest, something, so. it was something else. It was some, um, some just scattered commercial stuff. Right. And just wanted a specific look and just, God, I couldn't get it. And it was mm-hmm. frustrating and I was like, oh man, where can I get this? Where can I get this? And it's like, after you fail and you fail and you fail and fail. Right. Like, oh, wait, let me deconstruct this a little of bit. Of course. What is this doing? What is this doing? You know, we work with lights and we work with all these things. What does this color do to this light? What does this? And after mm-hmm. a while, you realize, okay, let's simplify and simplify and simplify. One of the guys that I look up to, his name is um, Joey L. Mm-hmm. He's a photographer. He's also a filmmaker, you know, amazing guy. Just super duper amazing talent, right? Mm-hmm. And what he does is he does this thing. It's like simplification. Mm. Like, what could you do with one light? What could you? And before, if, I, this, was, if this was me in 2012, 2013, I said, that's bull crap. You need at least eight. You need like, you need to a light over here, light it's over here. You need here. to do this. And he's right. like, no, but what could you do with one? Right. But again, this is a concept that you learn. Right. And you practice it because right. the angle comes into play, the power, the, the the balance between the ambience and all that. It becomes now what how effective could this one light be? Right. And then you start to add one one day. But how effective could these two lights be? Mm-hmm. What could I make with this? Yeah, it's trial and error. It's trial and error. And you it's fail and you keep failing. You keep failing. Okay. You keep not getting where you want. And certain things just don't work out. But eventually you keep, yeah. once you're thoughtful, right. you keep reflecting. You're paying attention to Pay the attention. process. And people don't understand. And Kobe Bryant recently, God bless his soul. Yeah, I repeat. All right. Mm-hmm. He was speaking about that. People are obsessed with the destination. But they need to be obsessed with the process. With the ju- yes, with the journey. That's right. it. It's the process. The process gets you to the destination. Mm-hmm. Don't glorify your destination. The, glorif- the destination is a result of, of the, the hard work from that process. True. So you need to be able to pay attention to that. That's the only way you're going to appreciate mm-hmm. what you have in the end. 
And that's something that's powerful and that's beautiful. With me. It's beautiful. Yeah, and I love it. It's beautiful. I love it. The process is what you need to pay attention to. And the thing is the thoughtfulness that you add to the process because you're going to make changes. And there are a lot of times when you do things, and I don't know if you, you are the same, but there are a lot of times when I do things and I look back at them. I always reflect on what I did. And I always look for ways that I could improve on what I did. Like, I could do a shoot, like, right now. I could do something right now. Right. And 10 minutes after, I'm like, could I do this? Right. You know, and it's like this level of, it's, a, it's a, as you said, obsession. Right. Because I, I guess there's no other way to really right. describe it. Because you're constantly, your thoughts are constantly reflecting. Right. You're constantly growing something. Right. Like, like I think one time I talked to Del Rose and she said it. She, she said she read something called the... I think it's called the artist curse. Okay. Where you are never really like at a point where you say, okay, I've, I'm, this is great now. Okay. You're never at a point of complacency. You're, not, you're never at a place mm-hmm. of like, oh, this is great. You're, you're constantly like, I did this, but if I had to do it again, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if I had to do the same thing today, tomorrow, right. Right. I will do it differently. I'll change that. I'll take that out. I'll push this on. Right. So you keep doing this gradual movement and it's those small failures that keep improving you and improving you so like when people look at you and they say like you know i want to be like kylo Mm. they don't realize that who you want to be like (laughs) is going to be obsolete tomorrow right because kylo is not a stationary goal she's not right she's not just there she's not like point 16 and that's where she'll be next year She could be 0.16 this year, and right. then next year she'll be 0.85. And that's my reality. That's honestly my reality. Like, when people see me, they actually ask me at this point, what is next? I'm always getting that question. At first, I was baffled. Why are you asking me that? Until I started to really pay attention to my actions and who I am and who I present myself to, to be, be in the public. I, I am not someone you can predict. And that is something I pride myself on. I am not someone who could predict my actions tomorrow, which is exactly the same thing you're saying. It's always about growth yes. and evolution. And for me, it's about also to surrounding myself with persons who possess those same traits. Oh, yeah. Because it is, you can't be five-dimensional <laughs> with one-dimensional minds and persons who are going to stay in their own so for me, it's all about moving, 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 moving. But I can say I do struggle with perfectionism. It's a curse. It's a disease. It is not a <sighs> blessing. Sometimes it can be, I would say, to an extent. Because it kills the joy. Yes. It kills the and, joy. And you, you need to, to learn to say present. Yeah. And saying present, for me, is very important. Mm. If I can't remain present, and that grounds me, that keeps me at a state of freedom and liberalization mm. you know i i and saying present is an act of always being grateful mm. gratitude helps you to stay present oh, yeah. so even when you're having these confusing thoughts and mm-hmm. you're all over the place and sometimes you're frustrated you have to stop and be like hey you could dig yourself so deep yeah and that's why people experience things like depression yeah, and anxiety yeah. because we're overthinking things we're often in a state of go and not relax and not let's pause and let's be present let's take in this moment let's appreciate where kyla is at this point let's appreciate where steven is at this point this is us saying to ourselves i am here yes and i am appreciating here even right if now. I may change five seconds after, Here. I am sucking in this five, five seconds, seconds. Yes. because 
I need to to be present. Be present, and that helps you to take a little bit of the edge off, takes off the stress, and that's what other persons don't understand, and that's why we have people who are committing overly suicide. anxious. Yeah, we yeah. overly anxious, yeah. and I think too, like it, it, it stops. Us. You're right. You're right. You have to. You have to. You have to try to remain as pre- present as possible, right? Because sometimes you could be in such a good situation, right? But because you're constantly thinking about a previous bad situation Correct. you completely miss the moment and you self-sabotage and you ex- that is another thing that we do very regularly yes we self-sabotage we, we keep going into an like you, you might be in a toxic situation correct uh you might and you might be in presently in a toxic situation mm-hmm. and for some whatever reason you say i don't i don't want to be here anymore and i want to make some changes mm-hmm. in my life you start making those changes and then all of a sudden it's like you start romanticizing a bad situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it probably is something that happens to most human beings. It's happened to me many times mm-hmm. where you start thinking, man, this is good, but wasn't what I had better? Mm, uh, this is good and it's too good to be true. And it's too good to be true. And yeah, it's like, because it can't be real. This, These weird things. This is when, this is what people do when they don't think that they're worthy of receiving the best. And I spoke about this on my Instagram. We don't know how to accept and appreciate what we've prayed for. If you have prayed for health, strength, an amazing vibe, and energy all around you, great relationships, great great wealth, mm-hmm. and you get it, you're like, why am I getting all of this money? Why am I getting these relationships? What yeah. is happening? We often obsess over why is it being great and that has a lot to do as well with not being able to stay present yeah, and being grateful mm-hmm. welcoming what you've prayed and worked for mm-hmm. i'm not saying that people should be out here Flaunted. getting things right that mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not ready to to get like mm-hmm. you know that you're not ready for this so you need to push it away like if you're not ready for something and you take it you're going to be doing more harm than good but mm-hmm. if you know you've done the work the and you're genuinely syndrome. of course you're genuinely ready for it, why are you pushing it away? But I may not. The, the thing is, you, you make a good point because I think mentally, right. I don't know if we've been like hammered that we don't deserve. Like we have a very, we have a culture of don't deserve. Mm. You know, we see others thriving or we see others succeeding. Is like, mm. what you think she be and what right. I think they be. Why, why, yes. why, why can't you be happy that that this person is succeeding? This person is living, literally living in right. the. And that's where, he, that's, but you understand, that's where jealousy and hatred comes from. It comes from you not having the energy and vibe and bravery and courage like somebody else to live the way that they're living. Mm-hmm. And bra- it is it takes a lot of somebody to live their best life, you know? It does. It is it is very difficult to receive something great without thinking something negative. Yeah, it true. is very difficult if you're not at a place of calm and present Mm -hmm. it is hard to accept greatness constantly it is not easy because you're thinking this is how life is supposed to be things are supposed to happen this way because we're being conditioned yes Mm -hmm. to that so 
honestly, it takes a great amount of courage to have great relationships. Vulnerability is the center, is the core of great relationships. It is the core of having something great. Vulnerability is that, and vulnerability is difficult. It's so hard. people are jealous of the fact that how could you do this? How could you brew this? Mm-hmm. You know, and we how could you be in such a great relationship? Right, Where right. these looks are in love. But it's work. It's work. It's work. It yes. Just tonight, a client, a client was with me, and she was like. We don't have enough people praising persons who are doing the right thing, who are living their best lives, who are doing that. And I, I, at first, I was like, where are you going with this conversation? She was like, mm. we praise persons who had a bad experience and come out of it. We praise oh, that. Snap. But we don't praise persons who are doing it right all the time. It's true. We don't praise persons who, yes, we Making get jealous of them. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't fall. Oh, yes. You know, we're happy for that. But at the end of the day, no, there are people who deserve that, that great admiration, yeah. praise and admiration for doing it well and doing it well all the time. It takes a lot of work for it us to show up yeah. at our best selves. For me to sit down here and speak, hello, it is not <laughs> easy, mm-hmm. you know, to articulate your thoughts. I mean, sometimes it comes natural because you've been doing it practicing, for so long. Yeah. I've been practicing it. But at what point was it really a challenge? It was a challenge at one point. So why are we not praising persons who, who are, are doing do it, it yeah, mm-hmm. the way that they should be doing it and continuously going through that vibe and upward mobility? That is, a, that is amazing. That's an amazing point. And she's going to be so happy to hear me say that. She's I don't like, even... praise that. I don't even know if I've ever thought about it that way. Well. Yeah, and, it's, and at first I was like, well, wait, but where are you going with this conversation? And then I understood. It's beautiful like, because... Mm-hmm, the person who do well in school... Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah, yeah, she's all doing well in school. Clap, clap, clap. But the person who is coming from adversity and doing well, we praise that person more. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we don't give enough credit to persons who are doing Constant, it well. Yeah, who because to constantly do it well, it is work. To do something the best and all always keep at it, it is a lot of work. Man, that is... That is a powerful thing. Yeah. I, I, I think... I don't know if we like the underdog... <laughs> I think it's true. Like you go in any in any sporting situation, like mm. there is there are gonna be people who just root for the underdog. Yes. Like it, it has nothing to do with the underdog's work ethic. Right. It has nothing to do with like the underdog deserving to win. Mm-hmm. It just has to do with this person is probably not gonna win. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna root for them. Right. And when they win, is like yeah, yeah. insurmountable challenge. Yes. This team, this team that is not the underdog, probably is putting in work like hell yes. all the freaking time. Why? And that takes a great and amount it of takes energy. A, but we don't, we, do, we, we don't, don't like them because right. they're bougie or they feel like they're better than anybody. No, no, no. Sometimes they're just they're just doing the work. Yeah, and just, they're great and they deserve that praise. They're just they're just doing the work. Yeah. You said something about relationships, and I think it sparked me up because like when it comes to vulnerability i've spoken about vulnerability on this show many many times and the one time that i think i started to grow as a person in a relationship is when i started to accept that that was a part of a relationship <laughs> it's wow. amazing i went through most of the relationship in my life vulnerability no no i figured that no 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 man you can't break down that's being we call it being a pussy right you can't mm-hmm. you can't, can't be whipped right you can't mm-hmm. be whipped. like and we i got that mentality from high school okay like socialization so, yeah, yeah, of course mm-hmm. and that, that like as a guy you when you're speaking to other guys it's a sign of weakness if you are seen to be any bit vulnerable 
So you carry that into a relationship with a woman. Mm -hmm. You carry your girlfriend mentality into a relationship with a woman mm -hmm. and you try to pull rank all the time. Mm -hmm. Until you reach to a woman who says, yeah, that ain't what we mean. Right. Uh, that you really want. <laughs> that you really that want. That you want to put in the work for. Yes, but then it hurts because you are going to, your heart is going to break a few times right. before you get that being vulnerable is really the only way to have a long-standing, consistent, and enjoyable relationship. Because sometimes you gain an argument and you're like, okay, man, I'm going to talk to you first. You know, no. I'm not saying this is how I am. I'm just saying right. this is how I used to think about things. Right. Like, why I must be the one to, to come to you all the time. You know what I mean? Why right. I must be the one to correct this. Why I got to be the adult all the time. Right. But I think the, 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 the problem in that sort of thinking is that what you're saying is that this relationship, uh -huh. you have to carry it by yourself. Mm -hmm. No. And I think that's unfair. Mm -hmm. I want you in my life. Mm -hmm. Is one of the most, I guess, most vulnerable things in, in, in you could say. I want yes. you in my life, but I am imperfect. And I have problems and I have issues and... I'm not perfect at all. Like, I'm not even better. I'm not better than you in no way, shape, or form. Right. It's one of the most, like, things, like, I need your help. It's right. sometimes one, some of the most vulnerable things you could say. I want right. you here. Right. Right. And as a guy, like, maybe society, is, as you said, socialization, like, they socialize you to feel like, as a guy, you're supposed to be strong, strong, strong all the time. And a woman must bow down to you, kind of like, you know, that kind of way. Like, mm -hmm. she's weaker than me. Right. Whereas what they're supposed to be telling you is that you are weak too and you have to, identify that your weakness exists to another person mm -hmm. and you have to tell them I am weak in this and I need help right. and I might not be perfect and sometimes I'm going to fall but I need your help to get me through this. Yes. but I Be think, patient with me. Of course. But I think when you're dating and in a dating phase and trying to get into a relationship or even if you are mm. in a relationship I always say this. It's one hole and one hole make another hole. I don't oh. know if it makes sense. One but hole, one hole. One hole, one hole makes one hole. Because you're doing your work and mm. they're doing their work. Mm -hmm. So there's no way that anybody should expect that I'm going to get a perfect individual. Mm. It goes without saying. Mm. It goes without saying. The level of vulnerability should be there between both parties. Yes, it it's should. not you being vulnerable and they're not. Yeah, exactly. It's not you mm. doing the work and they're not. Exactly. It's about both persons coming together, doing their individual work. Mm -hmm. You know, for the whole and for the whole, mm -hmm. so you because you're whole. I mean, of course, even though you're whole, you will still have pieces of you that needs work, of course. Of and course. I often say, as a woman, I am not training facility mm. for a man, mm -hmm. and I don't think a man should also be a training facility for a woman. Mm -hmm. It goes both ways. I honestly believe that all men are not trash. Mm, and I me. honestly believe that all women are not angels. Mm. I mean, I, it, it's, it's, it's people are here out here thinking, oh, men, all men cheat. All men are trash. All men are dogs. But if you think that way, that's what you're going to get. And you're going to attract it. Right. And it's a law of attraction. What you think and you focus on is what you're going to receive. And they don't understand that because you're going to be looking for that. You're going to be open to that. If you're looking for greatness, you're going to get greatness because mm -hmm. you're constantly working on greatness mm -hmm. and becoming that to attract that. If a man sees that you're entertaining persons who are not of standard that they think that you should have, of course, because clearly you don't understand as if you can entertain a man mm -hmm. who won't be treating you well, That's true. Mm -hmm. who won't be understanding that you you are mm -hmm. 
the queen and he is a king and a king is coming to meet a queen. Mm. Like, if you don't set that precedence for yourself, what do you think you're going to attract? And we settle and we stay in relationships that, with that scarcity mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. there's no better out there. So I'm going to accept this. I'm going to accept this. And then from the time someone serious sees you accepting less than what you deserve then you're completely out the rank. then you're not in yeah. the rank and yeah. that is how it is and it that's is, what people don't me. understand and i have met some great persons mm. i'm not gonna say that oh you know why am i not with them or whatever no meeting a great person doesn't mean they're great for you either that's also true and that's what people mm. don't understand at the end of the day you have to do the work on you and continuously to use that use that opportunity Mm-hmm. of your singleness to work on yourself. And if you're in a relationship, you use that opportunity as well too to continuously work on yourself. It's always a it's work always in progress. That. It's it's never man, it's so much to it's so much to decode. Um <laughs> it's so much to decode. Uh I think as as you said, like when it comes to training, like when it comes to training yourself and being yourself, it never stops. No. Being in a relationship doesn't mean you stop growing as an individual. Of course not. Be- and you don't put that pressure on persons either for them to decide your fate in a relationship. Like, I got a baby because of you. I did this because no. of you. I went to school because of you. No. I stopped school because of you. And that's the problem. We don't have that balance. We don't educate people. If people are educated enough on being in a relationship, there's so many information there's so much information out there trust me there are books there are podcasts there are there videos there are videos i mean and there's so much there's content. so much content you could be better out there to help us to be better and we all a lot of us are just jumping and running from one relationship to the next mm-hmm. one person to the next so a lot of times not even a relationship is just maybe a fling thing a, here a and situation there, a situationship <laughs> and we don't take the time nothing is wrong with you doing what we you gotta do got, I, uh, we even got a name for it right a there's nothing wrong with you doing what you wanna do mm-hmm. but at what point do you stop and say this is not good enough for me. I'm going to take at least a solid six months. I mean, don't, don't give it a time. Let's not give it a time. Because I did not give myself reach. any time. Yeah, until you reach to where you want to be. If you focus enough on yourself, you could reach where you need to be in quick time without even realizing that um, I am at a, a point of we ready to so date again. Yeah. Right, because there's so much you, you couldn't do in the 24 hours. People don't understand. There's so much you can do. <laughs> and there's so much that I have personally done to 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 say hello. Like everybody away, <laughs> me time. Yeah, so, yeah, it's time to you, focus. It's time to focus, and yeah. then the work that you do, you know, you like I say, anything I put my hand to, I obsess over it. I would take the time, and I would learn, and I would learn, and I took time to learn about romantic relationships, learn about friendships, platonic relationships. Like I said, my relationship with money, mm-hmm. overall holistic approach, relationship with my body, the relationship with my mind. You know, those things are extremely Critical. important yeah, they're, they're because very important. we're interacting with persons every day mm-hmm. we're interacting with ourselves every day we're interacting with money every day so why not have why a good relationship have a good mm-hmm. relationship with all those and like i said it begins with the person that's on the other side of the mirror it begins with yourself so you can expect to that flow of me had a lot like before. Of course. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You have a good relationship with yourself. So you have a good relationship with others. I never understood that until I started doing the work. Literally, we self be negative yeah, self-talk. Yeah, man. 
Listen. You're so stupid for doing that. You know, and we don't yes. understand that when we use those words to ourselves, we destroy. Yeah, and then we think that it's okay to ourselves to like, tell other persons that because we're telling ourselves that. Man, I, it, again, I'm not saying I'm I'm great at this. I'm still working on it 100. Like mm-hmm. accepting myself is a continuous journey for me, right? But like, man, oh man, like I realize we just says some awful things about ourselves to To ourselves ourselves. and even sometimes to other people about us yes i don't think in no shape or form you're supposed to call yourself Mm, stupid like these kind of words they destroy you and they end up attracting things you know you know one time um i was talking to this guy and he said anybody that you see complains regularly yeah right then they find reasons to complain regularly right you can't find yourself in that situation. You no. talked about gratefulness earlier. Gratitude and is what helps you, know, you to replace complaining. Yes. Gratefulness is my path to happiness. Right. Like, of that's course. My, I think that is actually the path, though. Staying is, present. Because you, when you see an opportunity for, oh, my God, I can't believe I have this. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Is oh, my great. God, this you is are great. great. Yeah. I to come here. This. Yeah. So you to have me here, I'm, I'm grateful for that. For the fact that I found a parking lot and said, oh, my God. you know, Grateful. It's, yeah. It's simple things. It doesn't have to be anything over the top. But the thing is, I think, I think a lot of the times, um, and this is something that I'm going to envelop for me because I, I thought this way too. Mm-hmm. I used to think that, you get grateful when you have a certain landmark, mm-hmm. right? Like you've made a hundred thousand no. dollars. You you have a six story house or whatever the case, some grandeur, some 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 grand thing that I see on TV that somebody else have that um. I think I should have, to, <laughs> right? But the thing is, those things yes. don't they, they happen. If 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 that's what you want and you focus on that, you'll get it. That's that's fine. It'll take course, some time. Of course. But during the time that it's gained, there, just like the Kobe Bryant. Appreciate and be grateful for the journey. Everybody that you meet along this way is important. These things, if you could be grateful for small things, those bigger things, you could be even more grateful for them. Right. And you could also help somebody else. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Gratefulness is my is my my path to happiness. And that's my consistent path. And my relationships with people, my relationships with my parents, my girlfriend, my friends, and all of that, they benefit from it. Because I'm grateful for them first. Before anything else, I'm grateful for each of them. And you know one thing that we don't do enough of, and it's something that I started doing a couple of years back, is telling people I'm grateful for them. Like literally saying, I appreciate what you are doing. Communicate. Yeah, because the thing is, a lot of the times we wait until, and and this is something I learned over the years, when you go to a funeral and you hear these eulogies, man, these eulogies are beautiful stuff. Yeah. Like some of them, they'll be like... Man, heart warming till you warm ball, and I'm, <laughs> and it's sometimes in the back of my head like, did, did this, person this person even know this before they died? Mm-hmm. Like, did they know how you felt mm-hmm. that you felt these words? Mm-hmm. And I try to say like every day, like mm-hmm. if I if I appreciate you, uh, if I feel it, uh, if it's not, I don't force it. It's in spirit. I don't. Sh- I just share it. If I'm inspired, right. I just share it immediately. Right. Like I don't well, think about it. I feel it. like you've always been that person. Really? I feel like you've, you've always been that expressive person. Uh, you've been so. pretty expressive. I think that's who you mm. are as a person. Maybe you just realize it, but I think that, <laughs> I think that you've been that kind of person, which is great, which is great. But people can't meet you until they've met themselves. True. But there's a way, though, to help people to get on your level and expose them to your kind of lifestyle. And hopefully they will be 
inspired. That's this podcast. <laughs> I'm joking. Go ahead. Please continue. Hopefully they will be inspired by that mm -hmm. and they would adopt certain practices like I've gotten all of my friends and family, anybody I come into contact with, yeah. they understand the boundaries, they understand expression, mm. they understand the love languages, they understand them. They understand because I'm <laughs> making preach. sure that you... No, it's not about preaching, but it's about preaching them. Preaching is good. Eh, to an extent. However, I'm, I'm not trying to fix up anybody over here, but it's about <laughs> me having healthy relationships with, with, you. with the people that I love and appreciate the most. True. And if they can't come on that level, they can't be. Because then I want to curate a life of abundance. Mm. And I can't have abundance with persons who don't understand my boundaries. Mm. I can't have abundance with persons who don't understand how it is to be grateful or how, or how I need to be loved as a person, which comes to play with the love languages. Yes. So if I am dating anyone, I often make sure that they understand. Straight up. What is your love language and what is mine? People don't understand that. And you can't have, people can coexist. Two opposites can live in the same space, understanding that I am opposite to you. Yes. And you're opposite to me, but we're going in the same direction. Yes, because we understand that the direction is not, is not dependent on our thing. It's just dependent on if we could work together to work achieve Work together it. to achieve our goal. And yeah, of and course, you have to respecting you is a big part right. of it. And understanding you is also right. a big part of it. Right, but I don't have, have to, to have be you. Yes, but we have to have similar goals in terms of, I mean, whether or not you want to be married is very important. Yes, whether or not you want kids is very important. Right. Um, whether sexual chemistry is extremely important. That's there's, yeah, deal. there's so many things that are going to be important in terms of what you should have very similar. Mm -hmm. But I think in terms of you can have a completely opposite love language yes, to someone and still coexist. Because Perfectly. at the end of the day, it's about you understanding the way that that person needs and requires to be and feel loved. And that's something that I have made sure that I have understood about the persons around me, which is the, one of the main reasons why I think I have such great relationships. I can boast about the fact that I have great, great friendships. Relationships. Mm -hmm. relationships. I have great... I have great ones. And mm -hmm. I am grateful for that. And I am rich because of that. Because at the end of the day, great... What is that? Good friend better than pocket chain? Yes. You know, it so... Is. It is. So it at is. the end mm -hmm. of the day... It's about me understanding them. And I find that I gel. You, you gel easier with someone who has the same love language as you, of course, naturally. Of course. Mm -hmm. But if you really want to create a relationship with someone and build something on someone who you realize, okay, yeah, we could work together, mm -hmm. but we need to understand. So that if your love language is physical touch, I know that I have to hug you, yeah. or I have to mm -hmm. touch you, you or I have to rub you for you to feel, you know, love. your best self. You, you loved. Mm -hmm. But then if I know that mine is quality time, and words of affirmation. You have to speak life yeah. into me. You, you have to spend undivided attention. attention. Yes, quality. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, people think quality time is you just hear me, you just hear no, 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 no. Yeah, no. watching TV, I mean, I'm here for That's how it works. No, it is it's investment attention. attention. Yes, yes, my, it is. My, and that's one thing I love about my friends. My friends often say, um, like for instance, last Christmas I have a particular friend, and he was like, Kyla, I am very sorry. I know that you require quality time for you to feel." loved and feel appreciated and i'm sorry i wasn't able to spend much time with you i feel very bad about that i don't want me hands i mean what? i did feel abandoned i did i told him i said i didn't feel abandoned because i know that my love language is quality time mm -hmm. and him is also was affirmation and his his own it was affirmation and quality time too but it's still more of a word of affirmation yes, he was yes, able to still express right mm -hmm. he still was able to express to me and that warmed my hand and I rekindled our, our friendship like in quick time. Yes. Because my my secondary is words of affirmation, but my primary is quality time. quality time. So he's like, you know, I'm so sorry about that. I will make it up to you. And I, you know? Yes. And it's about understanding that. Man, that was a that's an expedient way to look at life. Right. Like if it 
and it, it, I've had, I've had, I want to share something with you. Mm-hmm. Um, one time I watched this video. It was about um, these, this, this couple. They're married, right? Mm-hmm. And they lived in opposite households. They don't live in the same house. Okay. And I was like, that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like how, because again, I am stuck in the culture of once you get married, you live in the same place and that's that. But this this family, this this couple, they have kids and everything, and they live in two separate houses. The households are not far from each other, but they'd have two separate houses. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't understand it. Okay. Until recently. Right. I completely understood it. Why? What 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 was the I completely understood it because I realized that some people, how they work, they need time to rejuvenate alone. Mm. Like their meditation in their own space. Mm-hmm. They have that. Once they have their own space, they function mm-hmm. much better. Mm-hmm. And times away gives them better time to kind of recuperate. And okay. so also, too, some people don't get along well in a common space. Okay. It's not a sense of love. It's a sense of, it's not, it's not as, it's not, it has nothing to do with love. It's just, you like your space a certain way, and okay. I like my space a certain way. Okay, but we can't coexist in the same space. And coexisting in the same space is very, this, it's very. <laughs> but we can't exist. Separate. But we can exist. Like, you yes. could come over at my house. Yes. And spend time and yeah. I come over at your house and spend time yeah. and it's not a matter of not loving each other we oh, still right. have the same direction right. but it's just that doesn't that's not conventional right. for us right right and it opened my mind right I think that sometimes we're a little bit locked into like how things are normally societal done societal norms yeah, societal norms and we right. forget the nuance and we forget that everybody is different of course and everybody is different. So whoever person wants to have their marriage and do for them. Whatever works yeah. for them. It, yeah, like, if, it's, if, it's if, fine. If, if an open marriage works for you, do that. If monogamy works for you, you do, do that. that. If living separate works for you, you do that. And that's what people don't understand. Yeah, you're right. People need to let people be. Yes. And let people live. And I said that, that day, you know, just Valentine's be. just passed. Uh-huh. And I, I literally, I was livid mm-hmm. at the way that persons... They like persecute people who want to celebrate Valentine's. If you know you don't for celebrate Valentine's, I'm like, what is your issue? What is your deal? Why are you so bitter? You have nothing else, <laughs> to, nothing else to, to think about. Oh, and to, to, so bored. It is so amazing. I mean, if a day is designated, and we do it every holiday, every time there's something that's happening Christmas to celebrate everything. something, a, a Christmas holiday, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day. So many bitter persons are yeah. out here trying to find a reason why you should not be celebrated. You should be giving love every day. You should be celebrating and Christ every day. You should be celebrating your father. And listen, your every day. listen. If a day is designated to show some extraness, I'm going to be the extra one in the room. Uh, I don't see why we can't celebrate what we want to celebrate. If you don't want to celebrate, fine. But if you want to celebrate, let them let them also celebrate. This is also this this is this this becomes a bigger issue too when you have two people in a relationship and one person feels that way mm-hmm. and the other person is more like let's call it conventional. Okay. Like I'm not like a big proponent of Valentine's Day. Okay. Like not not huge on it. Right. I, I don't know if don't know if most guys are huge on it. No, I think nah, most yeah, guys yeah, are yeah, not. not. But but let me say this. But I love my one. girlfriend. Right. And it's nothing for me to buy her some flowers and some candy if that's going to make her feel, feel. good. Yeah. And I think we need to get we own you need to get your own self sometimes. Like right. you don't believe in it. 
you could tell your partner like no you don't have to do anything for me but right. what do you want me to do and i am going to do that for yeah. you because that's going to make you happy right. it's not about me sometimes like in relationships people are hung up with what they like yes yes you have to love someone the way they want to. that's what i'm saying like you have if you're going to be with this person this is them don't be with them to make them on sad your terms you be with them on your that's people want to be with people on their terms what that's not how it works that's not how it works you have to give some level of compromise it, and that's it how it has is. To there's no relationship out there that will good relationship let me just say that isn't based off of some level of compromise. And the thing is some people I, I've learned I've learned to over the years to find joy in it. Yeah. I find great joy. Like, like I might not again like it's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's, Valentine's Day means nothing to me like literally nothing. Mm-hmm. But I find great joy in seeing her smile. Right. I find great joy in sharing something and the scene oh my god mm-hmm. she face light up oh we got right. to this special <laughs> breakfast or dinner or whatever the case is and she's having a very good time. Like it makes me feel good. That I could help to facilitate her feeling good. Of course. You know, and I draw my joy from that. It's not that I'm a proponent of it. If I was by myself, then Valentine's Day wouldn't even exist. Right. But I'm with somebody else and they like it. Right. Like, don't be silly. You can't be selfish and in love. I feel like it's like the complete opposite. You can't. Oh, you can't. Exactly. You it can't. is not self-seeking. It's a, exactly. Love can't be self-seeking. Like, it isn't. Cares about, it like, is. You, like, it is. you care about yourself loving somebody else. That's all. If you want love, you have to give Give love. it. Steve Harvey says it's all the time. There's this person who had asked on his show, you know, how can I be more friendly? How can I receive more from others? He said, it's simple. Give. Stop saying you aren't this person. Mm. Remove that limitation. Offer yourself. If you want more love, you give more love. If you want more gifts, you give more gifts. If you want more friendship, you become be, more friendly. Be, be, yeah, be a better friend. You have. You, you can't expect to get and not give. give. And I read. I I read a part. This is. I I love this book. I love and I wish every woman out there would read it. Is it called? Why men love bitches? Oh man, I saw that book. I by Sherry Agoff. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yes, preach. Let me move the there mic away from part, me. <laughs> there is a part in that book that I completely love. Mm-hmm. Society expects you to say, it's, better to, it's good to give and not receive. She tells you, hello, it's good to give and receive. receive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you understand? Mm-hmm. Society tells you, there's chari- charity begins in the home. She says, charity does not begin in this home. We don't have Charity, there's no charity in this home. There's no charity case in this home. We're going to be treating everyone equally. Mm. You know? And I, I love, it's just liberalizing. I don't believe in living the way. Because when you live the way that society tells you to live, you're going to fail. You think so? I think so. I think so. Everything that has some interest or meaning or something that you find works is always against societal norms. Most of the times. Hmm. Most of the times. There's certain things I agree with. Eh, that, but I like know, Avengers, man. No? <laughs> <laughs> There's certain things, of course. There's Even certain... that's weird because some people don't like the movies at all. Yeah, but I mean, did people, I don't know if you realize, people like persons who go against. People like ideals and ideas that go against what. And if it works, it works. And other people don't understand. You don't have to travel that path of what society says. Mm. You know, mm. you don't have to. It's what works for you. 
is and what sometimes works when you get for caught you. Up, when you get caught up following that Yeah, you, you're like, okay, are you going to follow what society says? Or are you going to follow gonna what's going to work for you, you and I? Mm-hmm. Or we, the group, the team, you know? Exactly. Or the, t- <laughs> the Lord says this and that. And I, I completely love the law, love the law, love I the law. love the law. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, there's, there's so many things that people in this world, they want to dictate how you should receive that word and understand that word and think that word. And really and truly, if you don't understand it, you don't understand it that way. And it's funny because then, you see, the persecution is that, is that you have to see it the way I see it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, and that's where societal norms come in. And a lot of it comes from Christian faith. A lot of it comes from that. So, I mean, we have to learn to understand, to let go of that expectation Mm-hmm. Right of what society wants us to be and live in our own truth and live in who we are as individual individuals and what works for us, and that's something that a lot of us don't do. We do what others want us to do, but if you're living a life someone else wants to live, you're not living your life. Mm-hmm. If you go basically on the blueprint of what people have, you know, there's I don't believe in blueprints. Yeah, there's because no, it it right. That's, what is a blueprint for life? Like, I understand a blueprint for a house. That's a static thing. But yeah, people but pe- are evolving all the time. You're yeah. supposed to be growing. Some people are like, oh, you should. For instance, these mm. are blueprints that happen all the time within people's lives. Women, especially. We have a biological clock. <laughs> and then I'm part, pre- pretty sure you've heard that. Of course. I got a biological clock. You have a biological clock. It feels about that time to start. Yeah, they're like. I have a bi- biological clock and I should be married by this age to mm. get kids by this age and I should be there. That's dictated by society. That's not, that's okay. not you. That is not going to work. Not your, for, yeah. And honestly, that's not how it should be. You need to be living life based on where you are. Mm-hmm. And if you're not at a point where you're 25, a lot of women that have this this age, 25 and married, <laughs> when nobody plans to marry me, I see it all over. Nobody plans to marry me yet. Like, you just get up and that's a big decision. That's humongous. Right. Like, I mean, you, as a man, you will understand where I'm coming from. Course. But I can't say this of to a course. woman and she'd be like, yeah. No, people like, you know, I agree if you want to get married. I have no problem if you want to get married. And people, because I want to get married. But if the situation... But if, if it's not... If it's if it's not there, don't force no. it. A lot of bad things are happening. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of bad things are happening to good people who have the intentions or who feel like... I have this set to do at this time, time. and no matter what, I'm going to do it. Right. Like, that's not how life, I don't think that's how life works, no. really. And, and I could agree with the blueprint situation. I don't think anybody could be this Stephen. Right. There's a lot of Stephen Smiths in the world. It's a very popular <laughs> name. Very Jando. But for who I am, right. the Alonzo one, like, for who I am, there's, there's no blueprint. I'm right. I'm functioning Right. The best way I could. And if right. I learn something new, mm-hmm. it's the same reason why I don't believe in people having the static expression or static expectation of people. Mm. You might believe something two years ago that right. you do not no, believe even, anymore. Right, and that's that's true. You evolve, you grow, you grow. If it and doesn't I, make sense for you now, then mm. it just it just doesn't. If you mm-hmm. believed that if you were racist six months ago yeah, yeah. and you found that, look, I was wrong. And you could say, look, look, that mentality I had, I... I don't believe in it. Just yeah. said, I don't, I denounce, yeah. I don't like that. That's right. not, I don't know why I felt that way, but I might know why I felt that way. I don't care, but that's not who I am. Yeah. It's okay to change. It's your okay mind. to change. And I feel like society, like, because we have like social media now, it's just, it's just so difficult for you to like change and for people to, 
And I guess people don't need to believe that your change is just, this is a personal thing. But like, you have Twitter, you have your Twitters that you wrote like five years ago. Like you go back to them and it's like, who is this idiot? Like, and not, not, and we have to use better words. Who is this young person, this naive person? Right. right? And it's like I feel the same. Like certain things I used to do, and I feel like they were they're not they're not they me. They don't serve you anymore. They don't and serve you me. You need to know how to let go of and things I'm that don't serve them. things, people. Yeah, you, you just need, need to, to move yourself. Separate yourself from things and people. And as you also. grow, as like a plant, leaves will fall right. off. Right, yes. And of course, and I, I, I'm not saying, of course, not to have any structure. Of and course not. To, not. No, of no. course, I still believe be that wild. there are certain things <laughs> that you should have, like, listened to in order for you to go through life, for you to be, of course, because the better we like it or not. Mm. You still have to survive in this world. Of course. And you still and have to be around rules. people. There and then, yeah, there was that sometimes you just got to be like, okay, I'm going to deal with this for now, you know, until something you changes. get to a point where I don't have to deal with this. <laughs> but I feel like this, you still have to have some level of structure yeah. for you to be able to still live a fruitful and abundant life. You can't just go to life doing whatever you want. Haphazardly. And, right. And like, okay, well, Kyla said that we shouldn't have to go to societal norms. I'm just going to F it. Do yeah. whatever I want to do tomorrow. I'm going to stop going to high school. Right. Um, yeah. Don't right. Do don't no, do we're not saying that no. by any means. Of course, everything that we're saying is within moderation. It's balanced. So understand. And you must that be concerned. That. I think there's a, there's a level of responsibility that comes with any sort of, that kind of liberation. There's a certain responsibility that comes with it. Because I think the more yes. that you understand. So how much is required? How much is given? Given, much is required. Much is required. So yes. if, you, if you are at a place where you feel like you're becoming a more self-actualized person. Yes. The empathy, the em- the, the, the empathy that flows with that, it, right. it, it, it accompanies it. Right. If I'm going to be self-actualized and I'm going to be making my own decisions and I want to be free and I want to be grateful, I must not submit anybody to what I was before either. Right. Like I can't be, and I think it's hypocritical for you to be, oh, I'm going to be grateful and I'm going to be giving. And then you see somebody doing the same thing you're doing and then you're like, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. Don't follow that. It's, it's like it's like almost like that's you you still you, you haven't grown yet you're not right. there yet right if you feel like somebody else is challenging you because they are growing you're not supposed to be challenged by somebody else's growth and it's no. something that some people have to learn some people don't have this inbuilt they feel like only one of us could be great you know like there are people who have that kind of toxicity like it that it's sad that they have it because they hold on to it so strongly mm. and they feel it so they feel it within their bones and it's sad that they do. Mm. But somebody else's growth is not supposed to f- be a challenge to right, you. Right. Like, like I, I always say, like, if you're going to be the best person that you could be, I also want to be the best person that I could be, but not as a competition. Of course I just not. want to be the best I could be. You could but be the best you could be. But if you're going and you're really putting in that work and that great work for yourself, you will not be you will challenged not feel, no, you will by not anybody. Feel you will be so happy. I am... The, the, the thing is, I get more, and I guess you grow and you understand a little something. I get so much joy from seeing people succeed. And right. I'm going to say this because I'm a little biased. So some biases is going to come in here. <laughs> but I am especially happy when I see Kittishan people right. succeeding. Like small businesses growing. In, and I hate the word small business. Businesses growing, people becoming better entrepreneurs, people becoming more mature. Like, mm-hmm. I just, there's a sense of pride that comes from it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's also, it, it goes out to humanity. But I think, again, I have a slight bias to Kittitians and then Caribbean people and right. then 
of course, you know, black people on a whole and then mm -hmm. thing. That's just how my structure is. Of course, it's it's a work in progress. Of course. But that's how I feel right now. And I love it. I love to see other photographers becoming great. Love it. Other right. videos guys doing great. Love it. Right. I coordinate with them. I hire them. I bring them on. I bring them on team. Because they don't, you're not, you're not my enemy, man. Like, not. you're not somebody again. I'm not against you. If you have it, if you need help, just like what you said, if you need help, you could call me and I'll right, help you. Right. As long as you're not like trying Doing to. Doing it. To, that's the problem I have, you know? That's the only problem. That's the problem I have. If you, I can get along with people in the industry, and I do. I can get along with so many persons in the industry. But what I find, mm. right? And it's anywhere in the world. It's not just even here. There are persons that are going to come and ask you and talk to you and think that, yeah, be like, oh, yeah, be cool, yeah, be cool. But get information just to surpass. It's not in any genuine way. Like, I really genuinely want to learn. I want to surpass you. Mm -hmm. So whatever I do to get this information, I get this information, I'm going to try to bring you down. Mm. And I've seen it. I've seen it so many times. Done to, I mean, I've seen persons try to do it to me. I've seen persons try to do it to other persons. Mm. And you will fall from grace. Yeah, because the, the, the only the only way, like that, there's a reason why this vengeance is the Lord, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it's very impossible for you to have vengeance and mm -hmm. and grow because you're not looking to grow, mm -hmm. you're looking to take somebody down. Right. And if they don't, if they refuse to stop going, like if I can, okay, let me use a, a better example. I want to be a nail technician. Uh, you know, I want to be a more. Say you. You're a motivational speaker. Right. Um, you go around the world and you do motivational speeches and mm -hmm. people love you. They pay you good money and they do all, you, you're just being a great, wonderful, Kyla Brown mm -hmm. motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. I want to be a better motivational speaker mm -hmm. than you. Now, my motivation is not to be the best motivational speaker I could be. Right. It's just to be better so than, than you. you. What happens when I badmouth you enough for you to not be a motivational speaker and I am not a motivational speaker? What is my intent now to keep growing? I've okay. already done what I, I set out to do. Yes, so you plateau. So I plateau, whereas now you have gone through a trauma, you become better. Bam, you become an even yeah. better motivational yeah, speaker. Yeah, our, our focus is not You cannot destroy... You cannot destroy somebody who is like a tree that just keeps growing. You right. cut them down and they're going to grow right. again. You, you I can't. Know, I said that all the time, which is one of the reasons, but you shouldn't really take offense because if you know that you're genuinely interested and invested in what you're doing, it's like ideas spring to me like this. I don't care who catch up. I don't care because when you catch up, um, I am 10 steps ahead already. Again. Because uh, you're invested. You're exactly. interested. I'm still growing. Right. You, you cannot. You could you could bad talk me. You might you might affect my life because again people could affect you. Of course. Uh, that's that's a that's a you sad reality, but and it's Les true. Brown says this all the time. Don't worry if you fall down, but when you fall down, make sure you try to fall down on your back, back because so you once could you can see up, see you up, can you can get, get up. up. Yeah, yes. once you could look up, you could get up. Yes. Les Brown is I love brilliant. Him. I don't listen to him during the gym, and I think he does give me extra power for yes, some I reason. Um, but it's true. Mm -hmm. You cannot like you just just you're gonna fall yes. and like I found life to be like a wave, man. Like mm -hmm. sometimes you're just doing so well, mm -hmm. and then it's like okay, I'm doing really great. Okay, things are not going so good. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait what's up? Bam, you fall, mm -hmm. and then you get back up, and you just it's just it's just like that. It, mm -hmm. And it's I think that's fine because the lessons that you learn down there when you're winning. When you're winning, it's difficult to learn certain lessons. Of course, like you're not. You're developing learning. character while you're doing great. 
character is built in the struggle. In this, character is built on the way down. Yeah, it is. It like, is. could you still be a good person if you're broke? Like, could you still be a good person if things are not working out for you? Like, that's the challenge. Like, life is going to tell you. You, you can't appreciate the sun if you don't get the rain. Exactly. It's yes. all the duality in it. And it's like, I think the universe, like, it reaches out to you and it says, Kyla, what do you really want? Mm-hmm. And you answer the universe and you say, universe, these are the things that I want. Mm-hmm. And the universe says, okay, I'll see you. Right. Let me see how bad, bad you, want, you want this thing that you say you want because I can't just go about giving everybody and everybody anything because everybody going to say they want a million dollars and then that's just well, be that. Denzel Washington say it all the time. If it were easy, everybody would do Everybody would have been there. Yeah. So how bad do you want this? Do you want this bad enough to actually stick with it? Mm-hmm. Because there are times I could tell you, I remember you had this, I'll share this last story with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, business was was really bad. Like it was just just dreadful, really. For months, like on end, just, just bad, right? Mm-hmm. And I was getting frustrated. Um, I'm with Mimi. I'm with Mimi now. I was with her during that time too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had enough of this. This is crap. And it's like when things are going bad, sometimes again you get weak and you start blaming everything. So you start mm-hmm. blaming. Maybe it's the work environment. Maybe it's the clients. Maybe it's the place I'm living. Maybe Except it's... Except yourself. Yeah, you know, you're not taking any responsibility, Correct. right? And I, I'm like, you know what? If things ain't get better by this time... And man, planning to change, eh? I'm just mm-hmm. saying, if things ain't get better by this time, I'm going to just move to a different place. I'm going to just like Mm-mm. pack up everything. I'm going I'm gonna to sell my car, leave this apartment, and just freaking just go somewhere else because right. they say everybody else is the issue <laughs> and my girlfriend at the time and she reads a lot like she reads a lot right mm-hmm. and she was like what you need to do right is you need to see what you can do and make the best choices that you need to make right now like look at yourself make the changes that you could make and do the best that you could do in the situation from yourself change from here mm-hmm. and look at the world and stop talking negative. You need to talk positive. You need to say positive things. Don't say, this is OT is so hard. Instead, say, you know, this is a challenge and I'm going to do it. Of course. You, know, you have to you change. See, you see the difference in the word, though? The wording you is... said hard versus challenge. challenge. We know you can overcome a challenge. Yes, a challenge is there to be overcome, cool. right? But hard is just like... Okay, I'm stuck here. It's a permanent space. Of course. Right? So she's like, you need to change the way that you talk about your situation. Correct. And, you know, eventually, of course, things, things got better and better. And I, I started doing it. I started saying things like, you know, this, I'm happy that I'm able to even do this because this is a job I love. Right. I love this job. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, able, I'm able to talk to people. This is great. I'm learning so much from different people. This is great. Like, I'm able to do this, right? Um, I have a testimony now. I know, you know people always associate testimonies with... Your story. You have a story. You have a story. And it's a test that you got over. Some, some people say it's a test that ended up with money. But <laughs> I don't think that all tests are like that. But I have a test that I got through. And I'm able to help somebody who is in that same situation. Should of they need course. a rise? Because if I didn't go through it, it's difficult sometimes to talk to people when you don't have any experience in what you're talking about. It's not that you can't inspire them. I mean, some people could inspire anybody. Mm-hmm. But especially with vague things. But if you have a direct, like, Kyla is going through a bad situation and I've gone through that same situation. 
I could tell you, Kayla, maybe this might work for you, but this is what I did. Mm-hmm. And at least you have an option now. Of it's course. not like you're like, I'm just drowning in this problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Stephen said, he tried this. I could try something of. I could try something of it. You you can you, you can make sure because he came out on the other side. So you having that similar experience with somebody else gives them hope that if somebody else could have done it, I could do it. Yeah, may not be the same way, but of course that it is possible. It's possible. It's possible, and it's not forever. Right. And that's the same. This is the one thing that I, I think I want to leave. Right? This is that, you know, no matter what you're going through, it, it's not. It's not. It's not forever. No. Life changes, man. It's it's, it's a growing. It's all everything is. Mo- it's it's almost like a moment by moment thing. Correct. So yes. this moment, and it's very possible that this moment you could be in dire straits, and mm-hmm. the very next moment you are unpredictable blessings. Right. And as Kyla said, which is good, learn to accept the blessings. Learn to not Receive. fight down right. your blessings. Learn to accept it. It's not just mm-hmm. enough to pray. For a better situation, you have to actually accept when there is a good situation and accept that this is a situation that I A, deserve, or B, I've worked for this, and I am going to bask in it. I'm going to of enjoy course. it to the fullest, and I'm not going to try to put negativity on a positive situation. Right, of course. Perfect. I don't know, man. You got it. Kyla! <laughs> God damn, Kyla. This, God, this was, this was fulfilling. Thank you. I, I really, agree. really appreciate you being here. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like my plants here are going to grow <laughs> so much from such good vibes and Kyla's smile and Kyla's words of encouragement. Kyla, you want to leave with anything? You want to say anything to cap it off? I think I capped it off pretty well. Yeah, I, man, think I think I'm all... Capped off. Correct. All right, guys. Well, we've been here with Kyla Brown today. Kyla. Thank you so much again for being here. I'm really You're grateful. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Totally appreciate you and reaching Kyla. out to me. And the persons, of course, have to thank them again. Of course. I mean, I, he's going to probably, he's going he's gonna to probably be like, yo, thanks a lot, bye. I like this. Um, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, Kayla, thank you so much. I've learned a lot from you. Um, and I feel like I'm much more energized now. I think maybe this is what I needed. So this show is not just for the guests, but it's, all, it's, not, it's not just for the listeners, but it's also for me. Perfect. I'm happy to have impact that. Good vibes, energy, of course, always. Hi, <laughs> right, guys. You've been listening to Objectively Incorrect. I'm your boy, Stephen Smith. I've been here with Kyla Brown. Kyla, thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening. As usual, peace. No gang signs, guys. Peace.